Welcome, family. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Philly Strong, presented by Trackstar Sports, where it's all about the Philadelphia Eagles, 76ers, and competitive strength training. Let's get into it. What's going on, MTMV Podcast Network family? Thanks for tuning in. We are formerly known as Trackstar Sports, so keep up. Uh, with with everything going on with MTMV, and because uh, we are going to be uh, pulling away from the Trackstar Sports name, um, but here we are. This is Philly Strong. I'm your host, Aaron Simpkins. Thanks for tuning in again. And uh, this is kind of one of those. Uh, and I'll just I'll just hop right into it. But this is kind of one of those. Um, uh, how we put it? Weird times during the the NFL preseason. There's nothing going on with you know, really nothing going on with the NBA. The off season has kind of had all its hype. Um, hockey's not going on. Nobody <laughs> who follows hockey anyway. Baseball's going on, you know. But I'm not. I, I don't really watch baseball, so you know, I don't cover baseball for you guys anyway. I cover the Eagles, uh, Eagles, Sixers, and uh, and bodybuilding. So, well, I say bodybuilding, but really strength training in general. So uh, tonight, I'm just real quick going to talk about some Eagle stuff, as this is the last night, last week of preseason, and uh, and we also in the bodybuilding world have uh, the number one show in uh, in the country, well, basically in the world, number one show in the world, uh, Mr. Olympia coming up in a couple weeks too. So uh, you know, I'll be touching on that. So let's real quick uh, talk about the uh, the preseason is. Uh, just about over as I'm recording this, the Eagles are playing the Jets in their final preseason game, and uh, you know the the Eagles have been getting some flack um, because they really haven't really scored at all, uh, very little in this preseason. Um, offense isn't looking that great and all that, but uh, you know what? It's it's preseason. It you know I. I don't try to get in. I don't get into any debates with people who talk about um, who put much into preseason because it's preseason. It really, it has very besides setting the rosters and helping you know the coaches and all decide on who's making the team. Preseason really has nothing to do with the with the regular season. So, am I worried about the Eagles and their offense and our, and everything moving forward for the season? Not at all. Um, you know, I, I think they're going to be basically all cylinders firing and, and completely fine. So that being said, uh, there are a couple position battles going on where, well, not really necessarily battles, but you know, there's, uh, uh, with the wide receivers and running backs, there's a couple guys that young guys that are, uh, right on the edge of, of making the team, um, uh, and, you know, so we'll see what happens with that. The The receiver is interesting because, obviously, the Eagles' number one receiver, Alshon Jeffrey, is out. Uh, week three is kind of his his uh, mark to come back, but um, they're not really sure. Um, but uh, another one is, uh, which is really interesting, is quarterback. So everyone knows the Eagles have basically the best lineup of quarterbacks. I, I think it's pretty easy to say in the league you know when you have a starter like Wentz 
a backup like Nick Foles. Um, and then even Nate Sudfeld at third string has showed some very good promise. And not that you you don't obviously want to get to your third string. That's not the point. But uh, but he has showed promise, and, and, and we've seen a lot of positive things from him throughout training cramp, practices, you know, uh, preseason play and stuff like that. Um, but there's actually – how many times are you going to hear somebody talk about a fourth-string quarterback or even the possibility? But anyway, Christian Hackenberg, um, local product and all, uh, has had a really weird career in the NFL – been up and down. This is what a lot of people think is the last chance, you know, his last season to be able to make a team um, and show somebody that he's worth it. So really, what am I getting to? Um, he's not going to hold a fourth spot on the roster. You know, they're not going to they're not going to keep a fourth QB on the roster. But the whole point is, um, he's trying to figure out if it's worth even the Eagles taking a practice squad spot for him, which which for Hackenberg would be huge, um, but. That's just another little interesting tidbit going on. Not that anybody really cares about Hackenberg, but um, uh, just one of those interesting stories happening. And it's kind of been happening as, as uh, you know, the training camp and, and preseason has been going on. So, you know, all that leading forward, let's talk about the upcoming first game against the Atlanta Falcons, September 6th. Uh, 8:20 Thursday night game, Atlanta Falcons. I know I got some friends in Atlanta. Shout out Track Stars. Uh, you know, not all you guys are, are Atlanta fans, but you're in Atlanta, and guess what? Your 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 home squad's gonna lose. Uh, I just got that to say. Uh, the Eagles are coming in. They're ready to go. Listen, I don't care if it's Wentz. You know, we don't have a decision yet. From, from the coach uh, on whether Wentz is going to be starting or not. I honestly don't even want him to right now. I, I would rather him take a couple more weeks off uh, and and rest it up, give give that knee even more time to heal. But you know what? Nick Foles coming in, I'm completely fine with Nick Foles. Yeah, he had a little bug with his shoulder and stuff in preseason and uh, and all that. And like I said, the offense was you know not firing all cylinders. But like I also said, it's preseason. Who cares? And so, you know, whether it's Nick Foles, whether it's Wentz, whatever, um, this Eagles team is just too good. Uh, they, and, and I'm not taking away from the Falcons. The Falcons are, Falcons are a good team. They're, they actually have a really, really good defense. And, uh, and, and obviously Matt Ryan is going to bring in every game. Uh, Julio Jones, th- that's the biggest thing is, you know, who and how are the Eagles going to cover Julio Jones? And, uh, you know, they also have some other good receivers and running backs. And, you know, Atlanta is a pretty complete team. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, Eagles are going to take that game. So <laughs> how's that for, for an unbiased opinion? Um, no, seriously, I, I'd like to try to look at things um, objectively. And my objective opinion would be that the, that the Eagles win this game. Uh, now... This, I will say, though, in their first three games, I believe is Atlanta's going to be the hardest team, uh, their hardest game, and which is why I'm glad it's game one. Because if you lose game one, you know, do you like to lose any games? Obviously, no. But if you lose game one, it it really 
he's not a, it, it's really not a big deal at all. Um, so, and if they lose to a good team, you know, whatever. It, it's not like if they lost to, you know, the Giants uh, or even anybody else in the NFC East because um, none of those teams are, are really going to be that good. So, you know, if they lose to Atlanta, it's it's I'm not going to be I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be, you know, thinking it's the end of the world. Like I said, Atlanta's a good team, um, and, and it's only game one. Everyone comes out a little rusty game one and all that, but I don't think that's going to happen. So that's why I got the Eagles winning that game. So moving on to uh, Mr. Olympia, like I said, I was going to talk about real quick. Mr. Olympia, um, let me give you a little kind of history or, or why this is a big deal. The Mr. Olympia is the world's... Uh, if you win the Mr. Olympia, you are the world's best bodybuilder for that year. And in it, it has been going on since 1962. And uh, since 1962, it might have been 61, I'm sorry. Uh, but since that time, say, we'll say 61. Since 1961, there's only been 13 champions. So it's a very exclusive club to be in, um, you know, Arnold, everyone knows Arnold, Arnold has won the Mr. Olympia seven times, uh, Dorian Yates has won it six times, um, Ronnie Coleman and Lee Haney, they both are tied for the most Olympia wins ever, they both have eight, so I mean, you know, I just named four guys right there, and they, they have six wins, seven wins, Eight wins and eight wins. So that covers a huge chunk of time. Now, we're also talking about currently we have uh, Phil Heath coming in. Phil Heath is the seven-time champion right now. He's won it the last seven years in a row. So he's actually tied with Arnold uh, for the second most ever. If he wins this year, that means he'll be tied with Lee Haney and Ronnie Coleman for the most ever. And I believe before all said and done and, and, and Phil Heath retires that he's going to have at least 10 Mr. Olympias um, because he's, he's young enough to do it. He, he has that type of body and physique and build uh, and work ethic um, and everything that, that he can do that. Uh, and I, I, like I said, I do think he is going to break the all-time record. But got to win this year first to even tie the record. Um, so Phil Heath comes in as the favorite. Uh, we've seen some progress pictures. We've heard some reports that Phil Heath is coming in smaller, a little bit smaller than, than he has last couple years. But what that means in bodybuilding terms uh, and how, how a guy looks on a stage um, is that he might be a little bit smaller, and and again, we could be talking, you know, five pounds, but him being smaller means that he's probably going to come in a little bit more veinier. He's probably going to be a little bit more cut. Uh, you'll see a little more striations in the muscle, possibly. So it actually really helps his case, um, even though his number one competitor right now is Big Rami, and Big Rami, I'm just going to stick to Big Rami because I don't know how to say his full name. <laughs> Uh, but Big Rami, who has been giving Phil Heath a run for his money the last couple of years, uh, Big Rami's huge. That's that's his whole thing. He's bigger than everybody. 
Um, but his number one struggle has always been dialing in the conditioning. And, uh, and, and so you can see the striations in the muscles, the muscles, you can see all the individual fibers and, uh, and, and the, the vein, the, the vascularity, you know, that's been his biggest struggle. Um, that's where a guy like Dexter Jackson, who is now, I believe, 49 years old and still one of the top three bodybuilders in the world, which is mind blowing. Um, but Dexter Jackson is a smaller guy. And he always has been small, but he always comes in top-notch condition. Vascularity is right there, is on point, uh, and all that. So, you know, I, that's why I said I think Phil Heath coming a little bit smaller, but nailing that conditioning and all I think is going to help him. I think Phil Heath's going to win number eight. And like I said, he's right at that prime age where he could still be on top of his game Barring, you know, no injuries, he could still be on top of his game for the next four or five years. That is a very uh, possible thing to happen. So uh, let's keep an eye out for that. I'm excited for that. That's uh, September 14th and 15th. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that night. You can watch that. Uh, You can stream that online. I believe it actually might be on Amazon Prime this year, uh, which is really cool. But usually the last few years, it's it's something you got to stream online. Um, but you know, keep an eye out on, out on for that guys to watch in that. Like I said, be Phil Heath, Big Rami, Dexter Jackson. Um, there's a bunch of different storylines going into it. That's that's pretty cool. So uh, the Mr. Olympia is one of my favorite things. One of my favorite times of the year because it's 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 crowning you know the number one guy in in one of my favorite sports to follow. It's crowning the number one guy for that year, and so it's you know. It basically is the the bodybuilding Super Bowl, uh, so I'm pretty excited, um, and I hope I kind of gave you guys a for you that have never really followed bodybuilding or, or just know nothing about it. I hope I kind of uh, gave you a good picture of it and kind of you know help you see what the the landscape of it seems. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think I think that about does it for this. This week's episode, um, this is Philly Strong. I'm your host, Aaron Simpkins. We do a new show uh, every other week, Thursday nights. comes out on Friday, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, MTMV, the podcast network, that's what it is, formerly known as Trackstar Sports. Follow us on Instagram see the see, see the Facebook pages. Um, you'll find a bunch of us on Twitter. My Twitter is uh, A-A-R-O-N. It's Aaron underscore Simpkins. Follow me on there. Philly Strong. You'll see the Philly Strong logo. Philly Strong everything. Uh, Again, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll be back. So let's go birds. I will give you an Eagles champ, but, you know, I'm kind of... I'm kind of not really, I'm, I'm, I'm around people that are, are, are sleeping and, you know, I'm not trying to wake everybody up because, you know, and I, and the, the Eagles don't even need my chant because they're, they're just going to handle business and they're going to win. They're going to, they're going to beat the dirty birds. How about that? <laughs> I love you, Atlanta. Maybe. All right. Go, go birds. This is Philly Strong. I'm Aaron Simpkins. I'll talk to y'all later. God bless. <laughs>